Hello, everybody, and welcome to Sonic Talk, episode 540, recording today live on Wednesday, the 11th of July, which also happens to be the day that, uh, well, you know, uh, um, the UK plays uh, in its first World Cup semi final for 28 years. You may have noticed that. If you've actually ever uh, <laughs> ever watched football or lived in the UK in any way, but as I say, this isn't really a, a, a show that's had anything to do with football at all. This is music technology and podcast, uh, which we go into stuff like synthesizers, uh, production, live production, playing live, software, controllers, anything really to do with it. That's how it works. And uh, uh, you may have seen, I don't know, but we did. Uh, Oh, gosh, we, we were having some uh, tech problems, and uh, Steve Elbow put in, he got sweaty during that. Uh, other people's uh, tech problems give me nearly much as my own. Because uh, for some reason, Facebook streaming has started to become really irritatingly, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, inconsistent. But hopefully you're getting it now. So uh, we're now, we've now got the opportunity to bring all our chats into the chat room, including Facebook, YouTube, and IRC. So uh, um, I have a, a friend helping me, Maisie, who's studying media production. She might give me a ghostly hand wave there. There we go. She's going to be throwing <laughs> up a few uh, suggestions to go into the overlay. Um, or not. We'll see how it goes. So uh, anyway, welcome, everybody. Thanks very much for joining us. Uh, we are also uh, going to be offering a prize, of course, of Isotope Vocal Synth 2, uh, which you'll be able to get roughly halfway through the show. Uh, we broadcast this every Wednesday at 4 p.m., more or less. Uh, so um, do subscribe to our YouTube channel and you'll be able to uh, get notified, notified, notified when we go live. Oh, right, I need to calm down because I'm still very flustered. I don't know what I did with my drink of water, but um, it seems to have gone. So I, I'm probably going to need it. Um, anyway, so um, let's introduce everybody. We'll start off with uh, Mr. Mark Tinley, whose microphone, I believe, is switched off. Oh. Ah, it's on now. Mark Tinley, of course, Sonus Magus, uh, where he looks like no, he might be in the, the stock room of his shop in... Uh, in Glastonbury, where he sells all sorts of musical curiosities and uh, bits and pieces and make, um, made stuff and circuit bent stuff. How are you, Mark? You well? It's been a long time. I'm all right. I've deliberately pointed the uh, microphone at the stock shelf so that you can't see just how exciting my shop is. <laughs> and uh, then that will entice people to come in. Lots of people come in and say they listen to the Sonic State podcast, actually, which I really enjoy when they come in here because... Well, I don't know well, why I enjoy Well, they know who you are. Know. They might know, know who you are yeah, well, know, know what to expect. Yeah, well, utter madness is generally the order of the day in here. But, so how um, is it? I'm what, all right, actually. What's, what's, what's hot in the uh, at, at Sonus Magus? What's selling? What's what selling? hot at Sonus Magus? I've got some wild wind loots. They're quite good. Or maybe the, uh, the chili and lemon hummus chips that I'm about. They're hot. Uh, and the shop is pretty hot, but I, I am on the shadowy side of the street, and the city on the other side of the street is getting all the sun. So at least the guitars aren't melting. But oh yeah, um, God, that'd be it. Must be a nightmare actually keeping the, I've the, got the stuff Roland in the window. Re, I've got a Roland RE one fifty second from nineteen seventy eight, I believe. Oh, and Sweet. the guitar signed Christine McVie from, from uh, Fleetwood Mac in my window as well that's exciting isn't it that's so got to be worth a few quid weird weirdly exciting thing. well i don't know it's a washburn i think actually or i don't think that would make much difference to be honest 
Sorry. Well, Mark, uh, Mark, it's lovely to have you. Um, and we will also now move over to, uh, I think that's Matthew Hodson, at Matthew Hodson, uh, educator, producer, looking very authoritative there in front of that desk. Is that a real desk or have you just got a backdrop in? Where are you? <laughs> yeah, it's not a painting. This is, uh, yeah, this is the SSL XL desk. Um, great four bus mixed desk, actually loaded with the 500 series eqs yeah it's really good this is one of our um this is one of our mix rooms 5.1 mix room that we have here at, at the bin brighton college which my students use they're not around at the moment so i've jumped in here uh to use it for this which is kind of them great that is room great there. and you and you've got decent bandwidth there so is that a room that you use i know you've got what's that there's a couple of distressors over there and is that some manly, manly stuff Did you, yeah yeah the elop which is this kind of crazy limiter kind of um, distressors. The overstayer saturator is pretty cool. Um, it's culture vulture. Um, then we've got some, we've got the very new over there and EVQ, some of the warm audio as well. That's some um, nice stuff. That, the, monitoring. the culture vulture is really tasty. We did, uh, um, uh, uh, Tosh did a review of that for our uh, uh, on UAD, and I mean, I didn't really know what it did, but I mean, just I mean, obviously that's an emulation, not quite the same thing, but yeah, more or less. And it was really impressive what it what it can do in terms of saturation. It's like very finessed yeah. and controlled distortion and saturation, isn't it? Yeah, but you can also take it into Mega World as well if oh, you yeah, want to yeah. go for it. You could go there. You too. know, feed it's two channels who taking one channel into another. And building up uh, so you could have very mild distortion on one channel and on the other channel and feed one into the other for like a two-stage gaining thing going on that's quite nice mm, yeah well it's nice to have some quality hardware in the house i've actually got uh look what i've got in the house i've got the mood grandmother Ooh. oh um which Lovely. i must admit i you know i think when i when it came out i was a bit disparaging because i'm a bit over the whole moog subtractive ladder filter and it arrived the other day. Honestly, it's a thing of absolute beauty. It's got this, it's so beautifully made and feels really solid and just delightfully uh, constructed. It's really actually mm. quite an intriguing instrument. As long as you don't add any resonance to the sound, you get all of that lovely Moog oscillator. And the Moog oscillators on this are really, really good. And uh, one thing that I will say, the the, the LFO, you can... Uh, you can control like an LS, like a VCO. You just basically put, patch it directly in from the uh, CV out, and it, it, it's tunable and scalable, and it's just basically another VCO as well. So just some nice touch, nice touches of those uh, Mini Moog style uh, wheels as well. It's, it, it, you know, I'll eat my words. I'm looking forward to reviewing it. It's, mm -hmm. It sounds absolutely lovely. Anyway, Gaz Williams is here too also. Gaz Waldo, uh, bass player, producer, music technologist, and uh, man about town. How are you? <laughs> oh, I'm a bit jealous looking at the grandmother. I really want one. I think it looks brilliant. So have you very, have you very seen excited to see your review. Have you actually seen nope. or touched one in the? It really is beautifully made. It feels very mm. kind of solid and delightful. Yeah. Ah, uh, but uh, so nothing emerged about the Moog One. Did that? So that's still in. We're still in the dark about that, aren't we? Or oh, the yeah, Moog One, I should the, say. The, oh, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. The Poly. The, Mm. whatever it is because that was like just before mm. summer Policy. nam wasn't it so everyone mm. but we have heard no more so maybe it was maybe it was a hoax <laughs> well that'd be interesting I, I can't think they'd be likely to do that sort of thing uh anyway mm. well what's been happening this week you know as we know uh well i did i mention the football yeah i might have done uh we're gonna have to mm. close in good time because i want to go and watch and i need to get a table because it's <laughs> 
it's my support. it's my eighth anniversary on Sonic on Sonic Talk. The first Sonic Talk I was ever on was during hey. the World Cup 2010, which was Jeez. a very different uh, very different year for uh, England. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, so I think eight, you know what I think you were, I think you were on it. You came into the into the office, didn't you? And we were sat there. I did, and I'm pretty sure we were sat there and we were listening to the cheers coming through the windows. <laughs> <laughs> we were, oh, yeah. God, that's a while back, yeah. isn't it? Well, wow. congratulations! Mm. Oh, what a what an anniversary! <laughs> what a lovely thought. Both of us looking very different. That t- all that time ago. I think, yeah. Oh, perhaps. Uh, yeah, also. probably me more than you, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sort of much the same, only thinner, but still no hair, and a slightly different pair of glasses. And Gaz, very much shorter hair. Mm. You had a bit of a sort of eighties mm. look at you at the time. I seem to recall. Did, I'm going to have to see. What did I? I'm that. I think Ooh. So. We were you looking oh, up yeah. uh, What episode was it? Can you yeah. remember? Mm, 170-ish somewhere. I don't know. Somewhere. I'm, I'm going to sure. guess. Take a guess on that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sonic Talk. No, oh, God. The problem is, yeah. uh, I've since mm. discovered this because we now uh, published the post podcast. Uh, well, we published it all over the place. But I've been looking recently because I've been trying to encourage mm. people to leave reviews on the mp3 sites you know like stitcher and itunes and stuff because we don't get a lot of reviews so if you're out there and you fancy doing it please go ahead but there's another podcast called sonic talk which is about which is to do with sonic the hedgehog <laughs> which is a, uh. I, I should have renamed that i should i basically Brilliant. i should have thought about it when we when we named the site but i think sonic state probably predates sonic the hedgehog it might do anyway i digress let's get on to some music tech shall we what about this that was uh, Sonic Lab. This is the modal sculpt. Um, thank you very much for watching. See you next time. This is our one-minute teaser because this has just been uh, published. This is the modal sculpt. Four-voice poly from modal. sounds quite nice so modal sculpt uh, they came to visit us last week i did mention this last because uh, they were due to come the day after um the last podcast so uh i obviously didn't have any uh, any experience of what it was or what was going to see and it's now been announced i think it's going to go live on kickstarter on friday which is an interesting thing so um well we'll start with impressions first of all just purely because because i know that matt has a, a connection because i sort of uh, but we'll talk about that a little bit later um gaz <laughs> <laughs> so yeah sorry, I, I uh, pressed the wrong button yeah. there. that's all right um uh very cool yeah very interesting i think they've definitely learned from their mistakes with the craft uh because i was a bit underwhelmed by that to be honest uh although i thought it sounded pretty good i thought the you know the lack of keyboard or the five notes that you could play uh was a bit iffy and my big bugbear was was no midi din and so it's really great to see midi din on there just um you know i know that seems like a fairly fairly minor aspect of it but uh i think it's super important um 
my jury's out a little bit on the the sort of the weird layout of things all being zigzaggy i don't know what it's like having not seen one and played with one um for real or how well it reads because it seems a bit strange the kind of everything yeah the layout's a bit unusual yeah i mean i you know i don't know if that actually makes sense once it's in front of you but at the moment that that would be, that's kind of my main concern that it just looks a little bit confusing however uh it is quite interesting isn't it how this is you know absolutely a digital synthesizer there's no analog in it at all is there? there's no, no analog filters no, no. i don't think no it's just a strict digital thing so it's using what digital does best which i guess is like a, an absolute plethora of oscillators um yeah and i'm assuming you can do kind of yeah can you do swarmy things with it um well, there, like a, a buzzy i i may be a little bit i mean we we, we might ask mm-hmm. uh, matt about this in a sec because he might have had a little bit more hands-on time than the rest of us because i was only mm. there uh, i i only had had it you know i was here for the presentation they brought did, it in and said here it is and you know that was kind of that so did you did you touch it though? Did you actually? Yeah, 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 yeah. I did how, how do how do the knobs? How do the knob, How does it feel in terms of the quality? Does it feel quite nice? Does it actually it, feels it... all right. Yeah, and all they're all rotary mm. encoders. They're, everyone is a rotary encoder, mm. and they all output MIDI CC. So that gives it another potential ah. use as well. And you've got shift functions. That's cool. So I think it's got twenty six controls with shift, so you could use it to control other mm. things and map things. So an extra purpose wow. there. So that's kind of handy. And has. I mean, is it is the price being announced yet? Then, or is that going to come in the Kickstarter? I think that they'll announce. I, I suspect what's happening is they've they've got a price in mind, but because of the way that the currency markets are fluctuating, they're waiting until the last possible minute ah. to dial it in and set that price. Because, as you know, I mean, you could okay. you could make a massive change in the in the components and that side of it. So I, I don't know, but mm-hmm. they definitely said it's definitely under three hundred bucks. How much under 300 bucks? I don't know. I mean, I heard figures, you know, I've heard different figures quoted, but that's the one that they're prepared to, that's what they're letting out at the moment. Hmm. So I don't know whether that's... that's. Uh... So, I mean, straight away, you know, I'm thinking about what its competitors are and, you know, just to sort of kind of gauge where it's at. I mean, uh, the uh, Yamaha Reface CS, I suppose, is something... Um, I'm trying to think of things which maybe more so than the boutique, you know, because it's, cause it's got the playable keyboard on there or the kind of weird keyboard. Uh, and what is it? It's not capacitive. What is it? How does it work? I don't know. Keyboard? Yeah, I, I couldn't oh. say. It's just a okay. touch keyboard. But what's what's interesting touch, about yeah. it is it's got... Uh, if, I, if we go to the... Uh, bring the, the picture of it up and it might make more sense if I can... Oops, not that. Uh... There are uh, yeah, there we go. There are LEDs above every key, mm. which are actually used for their sort of uh, value indicators. So they will show like mod ah. depths and uh, values oh, for okay. the different pots, which is actually quite you know it's quite a That's nifty a idea. idea. But it was also yeah. and there are also eight mod slots, and that shows you uh, which That's ones cool. are used and what and you can mute them. Uh, sorry, how many you've got? You can mute them individually, but then it shows you which ones are assigned. So you've got a bit of flexibility there. Mute the mods. Mute, mute the, the mod mods. destination. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. mute the mods. Mute the that's mods. a good show title. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to put <laughs> um, that. I'll put that down, guys. <laughs> yes, I mean, but you know, this is it does look cool. I mean, it's definitely got a really strong, distinctive look about it. Oh yeah, I was thinking about kind of competitors as well. The the the, the most obvious competitor, I guess, albeit analog, though, is the IK Multimedia. Um, what's that called again? Uno. Yeah, the, uh, the little synth. The yeah, Uno, yeah. yeah. Uh, only, just more on, though, more, yeah. more on looks, more on looks, ra- rather than uh, than than 
some functionality um yeah so i don't know um it's got a distinctive look it's got lots and lots of interesting ideas i yeah i'm yeah think it, i'm interested in it Definitely. i think the final price will probably d delineate you know just how big mm. it goes so we'll see um I'm going to come, Mark. Um, I don't know whether the, is it, are you into this, the idea of these kind of little. I mean, I could imagine if you know have one of them in your shop, you could stock quite a few of them without actually using up too much space. So it, it might make sense. I um, I wanted to stock the modal craft synth, uh, but then they did an exclusive deal with Gear for Music, so I couldn't do that. But I would love to stock this. I want to know what the roundy bits for on the bottom is that for batteries. Batteries, yeah. Put batteries it'll in. take eight double A's, yeah. See, I love it. I think it looks brilliant. I, I don't mind that the layout's weird, and if I can chuck that in my bag and use it for making weird noise. Well, do you know what I like about it actually? And I've and I know I know I was harp on about the fact that synthesizer design should change, and we need something new and. Actually, they've done something really simple, which is probably on other things as well, but I'd not noticed it. And it's like that whole idea of the morphable waveforms and the morphable filter. So if you use the waveform in conjunction with the morphable filter, you get, you can get through some big sonic changes and spaces by doing that. Um, I've used the little craft synth, and I think they sound really good. And I yeah, like the sound of them. The is not bad. It's a, it's a it's lot. Kind of, yeah. It's, it's sort of 80s-ish, isn't it? It reminds me of some clavier kind of sounds, but also with a bit of analog to it as well. So it's, and it's, it, uh, I don't know, it just seems kind of simple to control and use. So it made lots of sense to me. Have yeah, I can I start I just a moment? Yeah. Uh, you said you said about chucking it in your bag, didn't you, Mark? Or something that you could just take. Is yeah. it, it looked like there's a lid for it. Is that right? Yeah, is it like a lid to cover the knobs? There is a lid for it, but um, mm. I think the lid is something that's going to be a, a stretch goal. You know, if they sell more than however many they sell, then the lid will come with it. Ah. And flip it on the top. Okay. The, the the prototype that we got comes with a lid. It, is, it looks like a kind of sh it looks quite classy. Um, How so, big is it? Is it as big as a shoe bottle? Um, it's probably about like that sort of size maybe a slightly shorter oh is that a cog but but with yeah. oh, bit, right okay it's uh, maybe it's about so big but but that like that something like that right um, i want one there you okay. go i want one that's my reaction to <laughs> it that's a good reaction so matt and um, more than anything else that i've seen actually oh, well, especially that's, that's if good. it's got rotary encoders yeah, that's really handy. Mm -hmm. So Matt, um, uh, Matt uh, ended up being hooked up. They came and showed you it, right? Because uh, you were interested in seeing yeah. it. So you've actually seen one and, and, and dare I say, had yeah. a play with one for longer than I have. Yeah, I'm actually fortunate enough. I've got one in my studio, which they've left with me to, uh, I'm just working on some music with it, actually. They've asked me to write a track for, I think, getting ready for this Kickstarter um, so I've got the the kind of beta version, which is in your video, I think. It's kind of see-through perspex on it, mm. which um, which I'm glad they've changed it to the darker color scheme because it makes it really difficult to read some of that font on there. Um, but yeah, I've been having really good fun with it. I've had it for about three or four days now. Um, yeah, it, chuck it in your bag kind of thing. It is something different. There's a lot of people talking about the way it looks but the way it sounds is they've just got that right. I think the, the, the raw oscillators, uh, there's a really fun, really funky delay in there. Um, it's really musical. You can play around with, um, 
the tuning of the oscillators to intervals is just great. I mean, yeah. Well, I should, I should explain. There's the, if you haven't seen the, if you haven't seen the video on Sonic, there's a uh, the oscillators are basically each. There are two oscillators that each essentially have four yeah. oscillators, and you have a spread function which does that. So they start like bang on, so you get quite a loud waveform, and it's not synced; it's just a loud, beefy waveform. And then you, when you spread, they move into detune, and then they start to snap to intervals, which is the same as the craft. I should just yeah. point out that uh, Ty Unwin is in the chat room, I believe. If it's a keyboard, it should have a keyboard, a proper keyboard, a full-size keyboard. I were right about that <laughs> saddle, though. I'll tell you what, though, um, it does have full-size MIDI in and out, so it's the sort of thing that you could yeah, sit yeah. on a keyboard, and that is actually quite exactly handy. Mm. Oh, sorry Matt, so i, I could velcro it to the front of a midi guitar then couldn't i you could if you wish just stick it on <laughs> yeah. the front of a casio midi guitar and i'd be absolutely yeah. sorted so matt tell me a bit more because you've had a chance to check it out in your own environment so you know what the sound is like from, yeah you know it, it you know in reference to what you've got in your room I and mean, what what were your impressions yeah. it did sound beefy when we had it here but i couldn't you know couldn't yeah. ab it completely yeah those were all waveforms which you can morph between they're great they're just the low end on it is just really good listening to it in my room i was really surprised actually what was coming out of this when you then was it into poly mode um it becomes a whole different beast in itself again then and it just it's it sounds great the, i should mention that the poly mode uh it's four voices and it'll steal from the previous voices. It's kind of round robins yeah. on those. Um, but it's I've not been genuinely pr- really impressed. Ah, okay. Well, we'll look forward to hearing I must admit, have. I've been, I have, I have been um, plugging in an external MIDI keyboard and playing from that. I've been doing stuff with Porsche and stuff from Max for Live, sending Max for Live uh, um, instruments, you know, MIDI sequences that I use as well to come up with interesting things. Um, but it has an onboard sequencer I, as well of itself. Yeah, that's true. And four lanes of automation. I'm just going to put the uh, hands. Yes, guys. His answer says, uh, think oh, of it's a does it have, can you do USB, MIDI over USB on it as well? Yeah. And so can you then, if you record it into Ableton, will it record all the, all the knob movements and then play it back? I would assume so, but I can't say for sure. Mm. That's probably a Haven't question I should that. have asked. Yeah, I'll um, give that a go, actually. I'll let you guys know. Yeah, it's like the the world of Rocket is like a cool little synth. I think it's quite under undervalued, and that and you can do that, and that's something. It's so good. You can just you know mm. play it in, tweak away, and then play it back, and all those tweaks are still there. And then you know, anyway. Sorry. So I was just. I think that would give yeah, it a really sense. really strong edge. Interesting. I'm just trying to see. I'm looking on our social media wall, and uh, it doesn't look like the Facebook comments are coming in, which is really annoying. But there you go. Mm. We do our best. We'll have to we'll have to sort it out a bit later. Anyway, um, yes. So it's launching on Kickstarter, which in itself is an interesting idea. Yeah. I guess it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean, because a lot of people do that. You know, Keith McMillan, a lot of other people. And I, I, I really hope it does well for them because they've had a couple of cracks at trying to kind of bit more mass market because obviously their bigger synths are much more uh, esoteric and higher end and harder to come by, but more expensive because they're lots more discrete electronics. So. This is the sort of thing that could work well, but the idea is, I think, it's ready to go. Goes to goes to uh, Kickstarter. They get a much clearer idea of how many they're going to make, so they can fulfil it properly, get it out to all the people, and and thereby, you know, less messing around. And I think this is probably a method that's going to be happening a lot more, just because it's when you're dealing with distributors and dealers as well, things get very complicated because everybody wants special treatment, exclusivity, all of that stuff. And I imagine it's an absolute nightmare to to work with all of those parameters at the same time. 
Um, so, yeah, anyway, uh, that's the modal. You can check it out at uh, modalelectronics.com slash sculpt. I think once the Kickstarter goes live, that page will probably redirect you to the Kickstarter page and uh, you'll be able to... Oh, I did mention it's got sync in and out as well, so you could sync it to Volkers mm. and such like. Uh, but anyway, that's that's enough of that. So yeah, do check that out. Um, okay then, um, I'd probably let's let's just have a let's a brief interlude so we can uh, regroup. This is uh, Isotopes Vocal Synth Two, which has been out for a little while now. Uh, great vocal processing. Uh, Biovox, which gives you kind of vowel uh, modeling, vocal track modeling, harmonies, vocoder band EQs, uh, vocoder band editing. Uh, carrier synth editing, modulation, talkbox. I mean, there's a whole load of modules in it. Completely redesigned GUI, new vocoder section, new modules, and new effects as well, which you can completely reorder. Well worth checking out. And uh, obviously, we're running a competition for that at the moment. Uh, you can check it out at isotope.com forward slash vocal synth. And uh, we have a competition winner from last week, uh, which I will just read out. It's, again, another one of those great answers. You think, oh, that's a good one. Uh, so this is one of many pools. So the Twitter handle, one of many pools, at one of many pools. And uh, they tweeted, I don't know if it's Paul, Paula, Pauline. I mean, it could be anybody really, couldn't it? It's too hot to come up with something witty, which it was last week. and still is this week. And just put the tweet at hashtag. So uh, vote one of many pools. If you get in touch, Isotope will be able to get you uh, hooked up with a copy of Vocal Synth. And of course, we have another competition for this week. And the competition, we're, we're looking for uh, the hashtag Modern Vocals. That's one word, the hashtag Modern Vocals and the hashtag Vocal Synth 2 to at Sonic State and at Isotope Inc. That's the hashtag Modern Vocals and the hashtag Vocal Synth 2 to at Sonic State and at Isotope Inc. And once again, we thank them for provision of the competition prize uh, and their support of the podcast in general. Very much appreciated. Um, ah, oh, let, uh, let's go here next because this is something right up your street, I reckon, Mark. This is called Oddball, I think it's called Oddball, or maybe it's called Oddballing, I'm not sure, but... So it's a ball with sensors in it and an app. And you bounce the ball to create loops of, and change the instrument and create loops, and it just... It's such a simple idea, because bouncing a ball can be so rhythmic. This is just obviously an initial video. I think they were supposed to be launched on Kickstarter. I don't think they have yet, but... That's it. I mean, that's all there is. I mean, it's really simple, but I, I'm surprised no one's done it before. Mark, I'm guessing I could see, again, this is something that you could have... Maybe sort of robotically bouncing in the shop somewhere, just creating random rhythms. I was, uh, it's a clever idea. It would be rubbish for me because I'm completely dyspraxic and I can't catch balls. <laughs> so I fell foul of the cricket ball with the, uh, with the PE teacher when I was a kid. I seem to remember he threw it at me, expecting me to be able to catch it if he threw it at me really hard and it just hit me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but I can see. I mean, maybe I can learn to be able to catch balls. I don't know. Um, I can see that it could be interesting if, if you were able to catch balls and you were able to bounce balls in time with things. It could be quite cool. I'd, I want one with a microphone in it. And then I would get that, you know, the long to uh, dog toy throwing thing where you can, like, uh, 
throw a ball a really long way. If that had a microphone in it and a windshield and you could throw it past really loud things, that could be interesting. That would be ultimate Doppler. Um, I have to say it, though, so maybe I'll buy one and maybe I'll learn not to be dyspraxic. And I'm talking of football. Uh, the man that uh, trains me for running is a guy called Rainbow Tony. And I go out running with him and he Only trains me to run right? the Glastonbury 5K. And someone told me yesterday, uh, this morning, that he died last night. And then I saw him on the high street today. So he's not dead. So uh, we're going to make an album now, The Resurrection of Rainbow Toe. But um, he's going to teach me to play football. So he teaches me how to do, and uh, what did he call it? Marley Keystyle, whatever on earth that is. So if I learn how to do that, then I might be able to learn to bounce balls. Then it could be really cool, couldn't it? I could, I could actually I think, have one in my shop. I think the resurrection of Rainbow Tony is an awesome show title. I think I'm going to have it. The resurrection. He would love that. That is, I mean, just priceless. Rainbow yeah. Tony, yeah, brilliant. Thank you, Mark. That's a, a, another one of the uh, only from Glastonbury. Could I have? Could we have a, a an anecdote like that? That's an awesome. All right, guys. This uh, this strikes me as something that you might kind of find pretty cool as well. I just because the you know when you bounce right. ball, one is automatically drawn to a natural rhythm, aren't you? Really? Yeah. Or maybe. Yeah. I mean, I. Lots of questions. I mean, you know, whether it's a toy or not, you know, I mean, will it do Bluetooth over mid, uh, sorry, will it be Bluetooth MIDI or will it only be locked into the app? You know, if it's locked into the app, then I think it's just, you know, just here today, gone tomorrow sort of novelty. If it does Bluetooth MIDI, then I think that gives it some sort of maybe some proper, proper worth. And also, you know, whether you could have multiple ones, you know, certainly like to be able to juggle Juggling. strange things. <laughs> yeah, juggle rhythms. Juggling? Um, <laughs> that would work. I mean, you can imagine... No, but you can imagine... You're worried like, about uh, a completely different set of things. You could imagine... That I'm worried about like... whether I can even catch the bloody thing, let alone juggle it, or if it's got MIDI or Bluetooth. It's like, can I just catch it? No, probably not, but wow, okay. Well, you, no, I mean, whole you... paradigm. You could imagine that being something that uh, someone like Cirque du Soleil could use, couldn't you? I mean, that would be right up their street. I always wanted to invent um, like uh, knee pads that you just strap around your knees for 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 sort of purposes. Um, it was something I was really thinking about a lot. For um, but I guess there's a similar thing here. There is because uh, the thing about music when it, music is really good i think personally is when the swing level is just right you know it's just yeah. and there is something about the physical nature that could maybe influence just that you know music it there's like a kind of when it has that momentum um so if this does kind of help you get that sort of feel into something i think that could be quite interesting i mean i was kind of wondering of it as just as a tap tempo device you know i or thought it might be quite a nice way of just, just just setting yeah yeah so i mean it, it's definitely interesting but it's whether they make that bluetooth midi you know whether they can you know whether it can interface with professional tools i think that's going to be the interesting thing as i say if it's not mm. if it's just locked into the app and yeah then I think it's a bit. I, I, we found we found we'll, we'll this is made for. Matthew Pay uh, says via YouTube, I am juggling since more than twenty years now. I always dreamt of this. So I mean, that is, sounds like the perfect uh, <laughs> topic, the perfect one for you, Matthew. Hmm. I don't know if you're in that chat room, but yeah. 
Oh, sorry, I was coming somewhere else. Matt. Hello. <laughs> yeah, I wonder, it's an interesting one. I wonder if it's quantized or not, you know, or you can turn the quantize on and off, and, you know. Um, and it also, this sort of reminds me, I think I read once that, Brian Eno, he used to have in his hallway, he used to have a piano lent against the wall and he would throw ping pong balls at it against the strictly open strings. Um, and well, I, I would like to actually, I'd like to use this maybe with one of his apps, you know, the blue map or something, instead of beats, just like really nice ambient pings and pongs as you throw it around the room. Could be quite nice way to, to sort of relax yourself in the evening. <laughs> yeah, that could work. I'm just trying to say but what it is because it, they don't. I want to know what Launched, when you bounce a ball, when it actually lands on the ground, it does like a long bounce and then it so you get a cadence speeds yeah. up, doesn't it? Because it, yeah. uh, yeah. it loses momentum but gains um, the distance Velocity. between the bounces gets shorter. So that kind of whole I mean, there's a delay unit, I think, uh, which was on the KVR challenge a few years ago, which does a delay called bounce that speeds up. Um, that could be really interesting if that was called into music so not just the swing because i think swing is essential to make anything sounding human but um for it to like you know throw different kind of uh textures of beats into things but at the same time as other textures of beats so instead of things being syncopated things are falling apart but in different kind of i mean it's it would generate something that we can't generate any other way i suppose Mm, yeah, maybe a drumstick. So. Drumstick on a yeah. Spin, well, I mean, but... if if you want to program your Aphex Twin beats, this might be a way to go. You know, those very <laughs> quick sort of trills. You've got something like that because there's not really anything. There's a couple of plugins that can kind of do those kind of things. But well, yeah, this the, I mean, if you that, think about things the other way around, you've got the uh, um, uh, gosh, the Polyend uh, drum thing, which you can do it yeah. the other way around turning those into actual uh, uh impulses which is kind of interesting anyway um i thought that was fun uh, it, they said it was launching on the 10th and it doesn't look like it's launched yet so if you want to find out more if you go to oddballing.com uh you can either sign up and find out and figure out when it comes they're looking i think they're aiming to 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 uh uh ship by um by Christmas, so it could be just the thing for your loved one who's involved in that music business. Oh, uh, yeah, you get enough because you used to have an orange, uh, an orange at the bottom of a stocking. He used to always just like at the a Christmas time <laughs> swing the stocking, and like I tell you, that would be wicked actually. At the bottom of a stocking, you could oh, bounce it towards you, wouldn't have what? to catch it then. You could just sort of just I was thinking yeah. if you got enough of them, you could have a game of pool with them. You know <laughs> what that would sound Ooh, like. That's a good idea. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> with that very a uh, digital crickets via the YouTube chat says, does it come in multiple colors for my billiard table? Which is a really yeah, that's an interesting idea. Mm, Trick perfect. shot beat. Oh god, there's another title there, isn't it? I think <laughs> nothing beats the that's resurrection good. of Rainbow Tony, though. That's that's the best <laughs> show title we've had for months. Yeah. Um, okay, right. Well, uh, let's move on. Um, so, um, well, here's another uh, oscillator. This so let's is go the into the window a little, in a little WTF bit more oscillator. We have it set on a single mode audio. here, so we have a single window Just that opens and closes. Interesting concept. We have a sine wave at the front and a sawtooth at the back. Dual window. So you can hear that you can morph there between the sine and the sawtooth. Like steroids. We can do a dual window. So we have two windows that open and close, giving us a different set of harmonics and a different way of morphing between the two waveforms. 
One of the really nice features is you can invert the rear waveform. What this again lets you do is create even more harmonics. Which sounds completely different this anyway, this is the WTF oscillator, uh, which is from Dove Audio, which is uh, Paula Maddox actually, who uh, used to be the designer at uh, Modal, with in a bizarre twist, and uh, she's just uh, put that, or Dove Audio have just put that out on um, on Kickstarter today, and they're all uh, yesterday, I think it went out, and they're already at fifty um, percent, which may even be more than that. But it's kind of an interesting, different uh, approach on an oscillator. I uh, know, uh, um, Matt, your uh, you're a modular guy, even though you've got a studio behind you and you haven't got your modular on display this time. This sort of thing, this sort of thing yeah. that you kind of see innovation in synthesis. I mean, is use, this, this looks, I mean, yeah. I know Ty's used it and he said it sounded absolutely fantastic. Yeah, it was, at, it was at the Brighton Modular Meet a couple of weeks ago when I was there, but I, I didn't get to have a play with it. But I know a few people who, who walked away with some early beta versions to have a play with. And um, yeah, in terms of innovation, I mean, this idea of the window and the two different waveforms, uh, and then you've got actually, I think, two windows you can you can jump between and use. That's yeah, I think that's there's innovation there, and that's something that's uh, that I'm not aware of out on the market. Um, the sounds that are coming out of it just sound like really great um, sort of wave folding, sort of um, PWM stuff going on there, heavy modulation. Kind of thing so yeah uh, I, I must admit yeah I, really uh, interesting this one i saw this i saw i posted this and i saw the headline on symphotopia and um, uh, james at symphotopia writes great headlines and his was it's like pwm but on steroids and i thought i wish i'd thought of that one i mean that's why i quoted him there, but yeah he, he absolutely <laughs> got it it's, it's a nice one oh guys i mean i know you're not you haven't taken the leap have you <laughs> no i I did. Paula did show me this though, sort of in in its very early days. So it's, I'm really excited uh, for her and Dove Audio, you know, because I think it's interesting. It does feel like this is in in line with with the times, doesn't it? Where there's a lot of interest in the you know using digital interesting ideas and that visual, just that that little window. I mean. You know, we saw, we've seen it, uh, or similar things, like, you know, obviously on the, the mini log, you know, having a little oscillator, being able to see what's going on, but really makes sense in this case, you know, be really seeing the visual aspect of it. Um, and, and and as you manipulate it, you can really hear what you're seeing. You know, there it's a really useful uh, indicator. I think it's really clever. Um, yeah. It's going to be interesting to see what people do with it once you start patching it into bigger systems. Um and just what the modulation effects are going to be like, you know, um, I just don't know how fast you're going to be able to modulate those uh, th those changes before it starts glitching, or if it won't, or if indeed it won't glitch. I mean, uh, some interesting, a really really cool design, and you know, I wish, you know, I, well, I I'm hoping it's going to be a successful Kickstarter launch because it is their first product as well. So yeah, well, um, it's fifty percent there. I I must admit I was mm, hoping cool. for something a little bit more design wise. Certainly the front front panel in keeping mm -hmm. with the WTF name, you know, sort of then, then <laughs> just something perhaps a little bit more Eric Barber, you know, a little bit more. Um, uh, uh, what was it? What's what's the stuff that he does? That the kind of uh, that really the, the names of products that you can't even mention because they're so offensive. 
and with all mm. the cartoons on them. What's the what's the stuff that he does? It's made with uh, um, valves from nineteen fifties radio uh, TVs and stuff. You know that kind of thing. I've forgotten what the name of what the name of his uh, company uh-huh. is. Chatroom Brain, you must be able to help me there. What's it, what's the name of it? Uh, although it's going to be a bit of delay. Anyway, I, I can't remember what it's called. So yeah, it's, it's a quite bit a size, isn't design. it? It's what it's quite yeah, big. it's quite a big size. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's going would, to come uh, in that's... Eurac and MOTM format, I think ME format. Oh, so. uh, okay. I don't know which. Yeah, one it's always is. it's always a, a biggie, isn't it? Thinking about size with your with your modular, you know, it's sometimes it's one in one out kind of thing, and it's a de- it's a decent chunky size for an oscillator, but. Um, so are many of them out there that have got such complex sort of things going on within them. So, but yeah, it's uh, size is a is an interesting one. Uh, Detective John Kim- Kimball Met- there says yes, Metasonics. Metasonics. That's, the one I, I, that's yeah. what I was looking for. That's Thank you one. very much. It wasn't the first, but it's the first one I could uh, I could grab. Uh, I always remember when we used to go to Nam. Uh, Eric's a very dry and uh, straight guy. We'd go to Nam, and he'd sort of say, "Yes, here's uh, here's a new range of products," and they all they were all really really uh expletively named and it was i'd be there i'd go how on earth am i going to publish this video i mean it's just the name of the thing is going to be offensive to a lot of people and he used to do really well with those things actually because and probably Mm. still does um yeah anyway that's another story but yeah if you want to check them out dove slash audio uh is the place to go and uh the kickstarter there's links to the kickstarter to there and it's uh i think the cheapest you can get it for the is 325 is the, there's a few available that then a 335 it goes up in various increments but like i say they were actually uh pretty much uh let me see where i'm if i can find the kickstarter page i should have brought this web page up but this was a late topic that came in let me see if I can find where we are now. Because when I last looked, it was more than 50% done in, in two days, you know, which is pretty good. Not even two days, probably just 24 hours. So, uh, Kickstarter, let's see what they've got. See where they are now. Yeah, so over. So they, they need uh, 28 days to go and they're well over halfway. So I'm, I'm pretty sure this is, this is an all or nothing project. Mm. So uh, 9th of August is when it runs out. So anyway. We'll, oh, we'll, well fingers crossed. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, right. Uh, oh, yeah, this was one. I, I, as it's, it's generally, I mean, generally it is a slow in the summer, um, news-wise, even though we do have a couple of things that we obviously already covered. I wondered um, what the Desert Island synth scenario would be. So, you know, uh, maybe it doesn't have to be a synth, but I'd prefer if it was, just because it's in keeping with the whole theme of the show. As some sort mm. of electronic music gizmo of some description. So, um you know how the, the thing goes, there's a very famous BBC uh, radio programme, which is Desert Island Discs, where they get various celebrities on to explain what uh, 10 records they would take. Uh, I've, I've sort of summarised this into just one synth. So you're on a desert island, obviously you get amplification mm. and you know some method of being able to play it and electricity, <laughs> but you can't use it to escape or build kind of, you know... Uh, power stations to run your water purification you've only got a synth and then you know you're the, the rest of the time you're there with in your cave with your sort of uh just in a in, in a pair of shorts that's it so what's the synth that you would go for i'm gonna start with you mark i don't know why i just am that's because you left me out of the last topic oh no did i i'm so sorry yeah. but you know that i have no opinion about euro rack stuff so it's okay ah, that must have been a subconscious decision i do beg your pardon no it's fine i didn't really have a comment on it but i think uh okay so i'm going where is the desert island i've got power i've got sound um i think i was you, thinking you about this earlier on. it's not going to blow up in the first tropical storm okay i think it's got to be a profit five i know that's a bit possibly a bit boring but actually it makes 
most of my favorite noises from a synthesizer. So although although I quite like TB303s and the Acid House thing, or actually I like that a lot, um, and the Prophet 5 doesn't do that very well. It does everything else really well. And I think those other, I think I'd get bored of 303 after about six or seven years, <laughs> and I'd probably want to hear something else. So the Prophet 5 is very programmable, but it kind of works in a different way to a lot of the Roland stuff. Um, and the fact that I've got that cross modulation and I can make bell noises would be good. Um, so I can make all of those eerie kind of film noises so as the um as the surf is like rolling in on the beach and the sun's going down i can do 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 you can, can chill do, the moon is quiet or whatever it is is that okay. how i can I do know. my I, uh, I, david I, sylvian impersonations oh ghosts which yes, i don't do course. very well yeah yeah i um, get you i got your reference and it's also end. on like tom tom club which is some of my favorite kind of synth sounds and it was it's of that era but it's all the sounds that i liked of that era i think so japan duran duran tom tom club uh talking heads obviously which is but a lot of bernie um, is it bernie worrell who did a lot of that playing i think it was wasn't it i don't well tina wayne was it tina no she's the bass player isn't she i don't know who did the Wally bass, Badaroo, uh, the uh, did a, some of that stuff too big profit did he uh, exponential yeah Okay, so, uh, but then I'd have to really check out the most recent incarnation of it because I know Dave Smith released the Prophet Six, six. didn't he? Or is it the Prophet Six? Or, yeah. I, and or, or if I really wanted, if I wanted to escape, I could have the Prophet Nine and Three Quarters, and I could run at it and dive through the filter and end up back in actual, London. You use it as an actual. <laughs> uh, you could use it like as a, a portal, raft, a raft. Possibly, oh my yeah, god! Yes. Yeah. So big. So I'm going to go anyway. Out. I'm going to say profit five for all those reasons. All I right, think. that's fair enough. Okay, uh, Matt, I'm coming to you next. I, I guess yeah. I know what you, what it is, but I'm interested yeah. to know your reasoning behind this. Oh, yeah, it's a bit obvious, um, but it's the first synth that I bought, so I'm emotionally attached to it, but it's one that I keep going back to time and time again, and it's one that you can go from nice, chilled, boards of Canada sort of, lo-fi things to techno it's got an onboard sequencer can you guess what it is yet guys onboard sequencer um a great sounding filter it's monophonic so it's not poly uh -huh. um sh1 and sh1 and one it's yeah, well, it was there at the same time yes That's sh101 it's got to be i think i just yeah it's it's such a great sounding synth. It's so versatile. It's so easy to use. It just sounds great. That sequencer, you can just, I always come up with some really inspiring things that way. It's got CV and gate. Yeah. So if anyone else on the island's got a modular, I can also plug it into that. <laughs> just so it happens like somebody washes up, washes up. That maybe yeah. there was, maybe what That's they were this. doing is that there's a shipment coming from Japan full of, uh, or China, full of uh, the latest synth models that just happens to wash up. You know, and the people that, that turn up end up with all we've got. We haven't got That'll any food, do. but we've, all we've got is loads of synths. Yeah, yeah. As long that as we've got synth synths is... and delay pedals. Uh, yeah, that well, synth that's... is the Go. one that 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 synth is the one that's responsible for stopping me from playing the guitar and for getting me into music technology. Yeah, because um, I went here. to the pub. I went to the pub with this guy called Stuart. Went back to his house and he said, "Oh, you got to try this." And they all went in the living room and they were sitting there smoking 
cigarettes, of course. And I was just in this other room with this grey thing on top of the washing machine. And in the end, after about four hours, he said, you better take it home. So I took it. He lent it to me for months. And that's yeah. what that was. That was key it. in the switching me from guitar and recording on cassettes and things to like, hey, synthesizers are the thing. So mm, uh, okay. yeah, I'm, with, I'm yeah. with you on that. Well, I'll, well, there I'll we go. hook so up we, for a uh, Kenton Mark's, or something. Mark's B, B choice. Okay, Happy guys, what, what about you? Well, I think it's... Hmm, I've been struggling with this one because I like making things. So having some sort of sequencer is one thing, but actually, actually I've been leaning towards maybe something like the Electron Octatrack. I mean, the OP1 is obvious, another yeah. obvious one, just because of the sort of self-contained nature of it, the fact you can make things on it. Um, but, um, and then I kind of thought the Octatrack, if I had some means to sample into it, so I don't know if I'd be allowed an Octatrack and a little preamp or something, so I could sample well, it into it. could be preloaded uh, with samples. Yeah, or preloaded with samples that would be pretty cool but then yeah, and then i started yeah. thinking that this could be quite a cool thing to take like cool to gadget. have as a desert uh, core gadget which incidentally just to make this topical there's a new app a new gadget out today for gadget and why that's interesting is it's actually a collaboration with um propeller heads it's a dr octorex is now in gadget so that's a interesting seeing um propeller heads and cork kind of working together there you know so it's interesting that the gadget format's becoming like just with an ipad yeah if, but you uh, can't so you, use it for anything else that's the are thing. you using a connecting ah. you? oh you can't use it with anything else no no can I mean, you think in, okay. in, in our in our hypothetical hypothetical situation yeah Oh no! I mean, um, in the real world, no. I was sorry. I was curious to know whether the gadget was worth getting, actually. But gadget's great. No, gadget's me, really you know, good. For um, me, not in, on a desert island. Yeah, uh, the Synthstrom Deluge is another one that could be. Oh, that a, is a good a, call. A winner, actually. That is a really yeah, because it's got the synth in there and a the sampler and the sequencer, and, the sequencer. and it's yeah, just that kind is a of really, pretty. Actually. Um, and it would take mm, ages that, to learn, so it would give you plenty of time. <laughs> yeah, time to figure that would out. be maybe, a good maybe the thing is, yeah, that's it. You need to find because mm. that, that, from my point of view, I was thinking, a, it's got to have mm. some effects in it because I can't, you know, that's the fun part, and that was leading me towards a deep mind bizarrely because the, because not and, and mm. not because it's my favourite synth, but because it's got all of that modulation potential that I haven't really explored. But then I thought, mm. or, or possibly a nick. But then I also want a sequencer because then uh, you know otherwise I'm just going to sit there and noodle and I'll get into you know. Whereas a synth strom deluge that might be a late a late contender for me because I don't know how it works. Mm. What I've seen looks really interesting and it would keep you busy for a long, long, long time. But then I suppose you may as well just go for yeah, a synclavier. But what if you eventually? You eventually work out how to use it, and then you decide you don't like it. <laughs> yeah, well, there's there's a lot yeah. of times because that could yeah. I, well, then you'd I mean, whichever choice you made after a certain amount of time, you'd be living with that choice forever. So it you might come to hate oh, that instrument because of what it you know. I mean, there's a lot of deep psychological kind of uh, potential for things going wrong if you've only got one instrument. But mm. yeah, that's a good point. But I I, I suppose one of the yeah. things though. So, 
the joy of playing, you know, a really nice key bed, something that's really nice to play uh, oh. versus something that's more cerebral and, you know, sequency. So it's a very difficult question because um, there was one yeah. one side of me was kind of thinking about like some big old stinking workstation thing just yeah. uh, that's, you know, like like a kind of F.A. Eight or eight or eight or something, or I can't right. remember what it's called. The, something like that, which is not particularly sexy, but you know, it's got such a. Well, I mean, those things are just so loaded up with stuff, aren't they? You know, you never ever get round to doing it, anything with it. So, yeah, difficult. Yeah, but but they've got they feel nice, and you know, just to sort of just chill out and play some Fender Rhodesy kind of stuff. Oh, or maybe just a Fender Rhodes thinking about it. Oh, there's a thought, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A, a, good a Fender Rhodes and, and, a, and a looper pedal. Can I have a looper pedal as well? No. Well, I'm not sure. No, it's just yeah, the one. I'm not sure no. that's possible. That's, 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 yeah, that's bending played. the rules ever so slightly. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with the Deluge. I'm going to go with the Deluge. Yeah, why not? Oh, well, you taught me into just... it after you said you were going to have something else. I can't have that anymore, so I'd have to have something else. Now. Oh, no, all right. I, 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 no, I guess, no, no. well, um... you could just say, or, or, or the other thing that you could say is uh, a sequence, you know, a, a really nice uh, self-contained modular voice which has a sequencer built into it. That would do, and, and an effect. Can, can we not have a 12U rack with modules full of Eurorack modules of our choice? Would that be all right? Because it's a, you know, it's a case... Well, I don't know because they are discreet. I, I don't know. This is getting far too complicated. I wasn't expecting this pushback. I might have to go with the guitar based one actually because I can't play the keyboard. <laughs> so I might have to have a guitar based thing. So, what's the best guitar based synthesizer? Is there one now? I might have to go for a Casio PG380 or something like that. Yeah. yeah okay. Is there another yeah. guitar with a actually that's actually got the synth built into the guitar? Not that I can at think the moment. of. No, I can't think well, of that. Those little Yamaha, Yamaha AG, whatever it is, the little AG10. funny thing with yeah, yeah, I know that. on it. Yeah, that yeah, might yeah. be quite good fun. I've got one of those. They're mm. quite cute, aren't but they? But you would, you'd get bored yeah. after about four weeks, wouldn't you? And if you were there for 10 years, you'd be like, oh, God, not that thing. So, <laughs> well, there's all, I'm I suppose, to invent something now. Yeah, I mean, that's the other pretty, you know, spare parts of things. You have to assume that, you know, if it goes wrong, it will magically, automatically fix itself so you can still use <laughs> it forever. This is getting far too hypothetical. Anyway, uh, okay, let's see what else we've got. How about? Um, oh yeah, did you see this? The uh, Ableton. This is a bit of an old video now. It's been sitting there. Creative extensions from Ableton. New devices that work in Max for Live. I think they are that that create scenarios for you to be a bit, you know, a bit more creative with uh, devices in Ableton Live. They're free. Bass synth, let's see what they've got. We've got bass, synth, uh, melodic steps, polysynth voice, pitch hack, gated delay, colour limiter, re-enveloper, spectral blur, just more free stuff. This is benefiting from the uh, the new title integration with Max for Live, I believe, if that's that's correct. So you can... Uh, they're much more efficient, so uh, you're able to use it. And Mark, uh, you actually said, "Oh, great! I've been I, I downloaded this, been using them, so you've got some." Yeah, experience I've been playing with, with it. Um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff in there, which is kind of like 
uh, sometimes these things annoy me actually everything annoys me doesn't it because i'm a 55 year old grumpy old man but um what annoys me about it is it makes it very easy for other people to make the kind of sounds that i make in a very 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 complicated way and now they get to just click on one thing and it just does it really brilliantly so uh, some of the some of the sounds in there are well actually most of the sounds that i've got uh, that I've loaded up out of the Creative Essentials so far have been things or done things that I really like. So I really like all the compression stuff. It sounds very different to the other Ableton compression stuff as well because the Ableton compressors always smack in a really kind of weird way for me. And these sound a lot more kind of organic and a bit more like an 1176 or something. Uh, and there's a really good reverb in there that reminds me of the Valhalla shimmer kind of thing, but you've got kind of more control over it because you can assign you can either uh map your ascii keys on your keyboard to different things and just punch things in and out or knock things in and out or or use the push to do it uh and then the other thing i like is that pitch thing is really cool because it's like an h3000 kind of um you know the early gray fronted h3000 which had all of those weird pitch kind of things it does a lot of those kind of things but it's a lot easier to use <laughs> i have to say so um i'm liking all of it and feeling marginalized with my uh expertise at being able to chain things together and make weird noises it's like oh now anyone can do it so um i don't know and i look forward to hearing their music yeah i think that's a that, that's a fair point about that i mean isn't it you know things but if, if a certain workflow becomes <clears throat> normalized and then somebody makes an easy way to do it. I mean, there, there was that whole thing with glitch thing because uh, uh, for a while it was sort of BT and Apex Twin were the people who could sit oh, there yeah, forensically was, cut stuff up and no, make it. it. And then people made plugins that just re reorder yeah. sample buffers and you kind of end up with it all yeah. just happening mechanically. And I, I remember but even I, with time time stretching and pitch shifting and making pieces of music work together, that used to be really difficult to do. And now it's just like you drag... Uh, I've got some DJ software and you just kind of click on the software and it just does everything for you. And I'm like, wow, okay, that used to take bloody hours to do that sort of stuff. And it's just all, I mean, obviously they've modeled the kind of people that do it to work out how they do it and then made it so that it's a function of the software, which is brilliant, I think. Oh, yeah, I just had a, a, another little social uh, winner, uh, Oddballism. Uh, we talked about the Oddball uh, uh, bouncing ball. They heard you guys mention us. Thank you so much. That's always nice to see that we've actually got some listeners um, uh, that far reach it. Well, we know. We, I, I, I take it back. There's a lot of you out there, and uh, I, we appreciate you, but it's when, when you get those happy accidents, it's always quite uh, quite nice to see that. Ah, um, so, the ball is uh, midi. The ball is midi. The ball is midi, they said. Ah, the ball Oddballism. Is <laughs> Yeah, okay. winner. I'm I'm interested now. Colour me interested. Yeah, yeah I ah, think okay. I am now. All right, I've got hmm. that. Have we got the line? The ball is midi. I think it's there somewhere. Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> sorry. So, yeah, uh, mm. uh, yeah the um, yes. where were we? Uh, one part of the creative extensions is uh, a little a little MIDI controller thing called a uh, melodic steps, and that is fantastic. I mean that's worth that's worth it just on its own. I mean, well, <laughs> it's all free, so everything's worth. It. But I mean that to to download it is so good. What's really nice about that is you know you can dial in a scale and then you can then there's like little um, there's like little uh, randomizers that you can click on uh, to get interesting sort of random patterns coming up. Um, 
which has got uh, various things. You can have it randomizing the octave, transpose, length, velocity, and then actually random. You can then randomize the amount of chance as well. Uh, and if you put this on a bunch of tracks, um, dial in the same scale, just get it playing lots of things, and then just go around just randomizing the the settings and just just moving through the the way that you can adjust it it comes up with some absolutely beautiful stuff i i i was really i was astounded by it really um the, is it mono, is it monophonic uh, or is it poly uh oh i think i've just i've only been doing mono stuff with it um i'd have to look into that um cuz i've been doing it with a bunch of um mono synths um and I, I've just been making you know, like beautiful things on it, um, and you can the way it is when you kind of it's very easy to edit. So if you if you randomize something and then don't like it, it's very easy just to kind of adjust. And it's got a great interface. And yeah, I I meant to when I downloaded it, I meant to work my way through everything else, but I kind of got I got distracted with this. It's so good. I really really like it. So that you know. Um, and I'd I'd love to have that as a little physical little MIDI processor. So someone okay. should make yeah, one. Cool. I think. <laughs> I, I, Matt, do you? I mean, do, do you teach? Do you teach uh, Ableton? So are you kind of are you an ACT yeah. kind of guy, right? So you're a certified trainer yeah. as well, or, right? Um, not certified trainer, no. But um, but we do use it a lot on the course. It's it's my go to now at the moment in the studio as as well as Logic. Um, I suppose what I really love what Ableton are doing with the Mac stuff, and I've mentioned, I think I saw this in your chat room as well, is that it's really opening up and allowing Macs for Live stuff to be accessible to yeah. lots of new people who wouldn't usually do it. I stumbled across Max MSP many years ago, and I was kind of like, what is this? And it took me ages to kind of get my head around it a little bit. But now, by releasing these kind of things, I think um, Ableton are really opening it up to people, you know, a, 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 and getting them into this world straight away. And they can then, you know, they can sparks inspiration ideas and what is this Mac stuff? And then you've only got to go to maxforlife.com and there's so much you can download and get hold of these days. Some really, really inspiring tools out there to use now. And, it's, and it's, most of it, I had to use to make when I was when yeah. I was at university. Well, it's usually you know? a yeah. it's, it's usually a module, isn't it? In the music technology course, there's a, a Max for Live module or a Max Max MSP yeah. module, which I guess it's is now probably Max for Live. It's interesting. I wonder if yeah. we're getting to the situation in the way that Native Instruments from Reactor now create, is used as a sort of uh, fertile ground to build official instruments that get then get released as things. Whereas what that's what Ableton mm. are trying to do. So they're trying to create this ecosystem where it's a like Reactor, but for a DAW rather than instrumentation sort of stuff. That, I mean, that would make sense, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, well, just, I, I, I just think it's fantastic time at the moment for all all of this. And um, and it, what's also great as well is my my students have been building things in Reactor and Max MSP, and then they share it out to the world, and then suddenly someone emails them back and says, "Oh, I've changed this and adapted it, and now it does something else as well." So um, that's the cool time. thing. I mean, I, I used to use everything in Logic and go in the environment and program things where I'd program all sorts oh, yeah. of chains of different things in Logic. And when I switched to Ableton, I found that there's some things that I couldn't do in Ableton that I used to be able to do in Logic really easily. 
And if you go to maxforlive.com, if you're trying to, if you're thinking about a way of connecting something to something else and then interfacing it and then making it uh, programmable or assigning a knob to it or whatever, it's all done. It's already out there. It's like people have programmed pretty much anything you can think of doing, and most of it can be downloaded for free. Including, including editors. I think I got a CZ1 the other day, and I th I'm sure I got an editor for a CZ1 from somewhere, which was a Max patch. Well, that's interesting. So that yeah, but I love, like I love the way that MaxForLive.com I love the way that MaxForLive.com is unashamedly 1990 website design. Oh, I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it's just, it's just, <laughs> yeah. you know, just the facts. Let's just have the facts. You can only there they are. You can only view like five items at a time, and then you go to the next page, and you just yeah. I, keep, I want. Yeah, it's, I, I, it's so I'm disappointed. There's no comic sans in there as well. That would have really completely. <laughs> anyway, we got uh, time has flown, and we we seem to be at the point of uh, 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 that it's time perhaps to uh, to shut it all down because, uh, like I said, I've got to get out of dodge, go and find a. Uh, a, a space where I can see a screen where there will be lots of people screaming and hopefully good luck to all of the uh, the people playing football tonight. I'm, obviously, I want England to win. It would be astonishing. Imagine <laughs> England get to a World Cup final. It'll be the first time since 1966, which would just be bonkers. But yes, anyway, I won't go on about it. Um, it's been great fun. Thank you very much, everybody, for joining us. Uh, Mark, thank you for joining us from... Uh, um, Glastonbury, Sonus Magus, uh, where you're. Are you on the high street still, or are you just off? I, I am bang remember. on the high street, opposite the chemist. Opposite, opposite the, chem boots the chemist. So, do you find that footfall has increased? Has that change of uh, position really changed the fortunes of you know the, the visitors and whatnot? A little bit. I think I need to move to the bottom of the high street because what happens is ma the majority of footfall comes in the bottom of the town near the abbey because they're coming for the abbey maybe and then they kind of filter up the town uh and then when they meet all the drug addicts on the benches outside the church they kind of take fear and go back down so they don't always get past the drug addicts so it's only the people that start at the top all the brave who make <laughs> it past those people and then of course all the drug addicts go in the chemist opposite to get their methadone and everything else so um, and you many paint of such them are really nice. A, a, not, a picture I'm, of pastoral I'm not Bryce. trying to paint a bad picture of those people, actually. <laughs> Most of them are really nice people, but some of them look a bit scary. So for your average Christian who's come to... Uh, brass view, rubbing, yeah. They, yeah, brass rubbing. I say, I'm going to take a rubbing of that bell. Oh, my goodness, <laughs> that man looks like he's going foaming at the mouth. I can't walk past him. He might mug me and steal my telephone. So, you know, I think... I'm going to move to the bottom of the high street sooner or later. I've got plans to, ah. to move to a slightly bigger shop a bit further down. So, uh, And then I'll get all the Americans coming in going, have you got something I can take back to my chart in Ohio? Yeah, okay. So, and I'll be able to I sell didn't... them things like Sixth Sense cards. Look at those. Look. Wow. What are they? You're going to have to tell us what they are now. You've shown us. Oh, am I? Oh, right. Okay. I've got uh, a sign on my door that says, please don't come in because I'm doing a podcast. And if you need something really urgently, I could I could serve you. And actually, I've had a, I've had a realization. If I just put a sign on the door saying I'm doing a reading, nobody would come banging. I've had a few people trying to come in. But if people in Glastonbury put signs on the door saying I'm doing a reading... I'm doing uh, a gong bath. They never do because they think, oh, no, no, I better not interrupt that. <laughs> and anyway, these these uh, cards came from a writer's toolkit, but because they say Sixth Sense cards on them, I've been showing them to various people and saying, pick a card. And then they pick a card and it says something like, uh, 
an old letter from Amsterdam, or this one's got the taste of chicken. And they're like, eh? And then I go, well, what does that mean to you? And they go, ooh, um, ooh. Because human beings love to make meanings out of things, don't they? So, so it's a series of, of random these, unconnected phrases that could inspire yes, these people. Yes, nothing into... to do with, like, fortune telling, which is which throws everybody in Glastonbury. Because here, here's one, look. <laughs> a, lime green a lime green deck chair. It's like, what's that? What does it mean? Well, what does it mean mm. to you? Have you ever seen the lime green deck chair? It's that and classic, go, yeah, the classic answer go, with no, a question. And then you go, well, I don't know. It may come to you later, the meaning of it. <laughs> I think you're wasting on the shot. You should be some kind yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyway, Matt, uh, Mark Tinley, thank you very much. Sonusmakers.com, thank you for well. joining us. Pleasure to have you. I uh, hope you enjoy the rest of your evening. And also, uh, Mr. Matthew Hodson, uh, at Matthew Hodson. Uh, you can find him on YouTube, Facebook, all of those places. Thank you for joining us again. It's been a pleasure. And we look forward to hearing your music on the uh, Sculpt. I think that'll be an interesting... Yeah, I've got to get that finished off, uh, hopefully in the next couple of days for them. So, yeah, it's it's sounding nice. I'm, I'm quite happy when with you, what's coming out of it. Right. When you when you finish Sorry, with that thing, can you post it to me? <laughs> I don't think it works that <laughs> way, Matt. <laughs> tell, tell, them to, tell, tell them to send it to the shop. I'll have it, and I'll put it on a plinth in the middle of the shop where people can come and play with okay. it. All right. Well, no, I'm, I'm actually... I should um, actually just, just just something I've remembered is that there is going to be a software editor for it as well. For those of you who don't like Ooh. the interface, you can you can change it over USB, which would be cool. And um, I must admit, because I'm, I'm working on my first EP for um, Fat Cat Records, and I think I'm going to be using this one, this synth, definitely on on that. I'm it's, I'm really getting along with it. I think it's it's a cool little synth. Check it out. Excellent. Great. Mm, yeah. Well, thank you very much, Matt. And also, Mr. Gaz Williams, thank you for joining us. Uh, pleasure as ever. Uh, cool. Will you be Is Will that, you be yeah. watching football? I think so, yeah. yeah this, is, done, this is where being Welsh is quite handy, actually, because I can sort of, I live in England, so I can, I can be a fair weather fan, really. I can sort of support them, and then if they lose, just go, oh, well, and then... You know, <laughs> not be too heartbroken, but uh, yeah, it's exciting. I'm, I am quite excited actually, and I think it's going to be yeah. It's this whole World Cup's been actually brilliant. I think it's been the best one I can. Uh, well, I, I that I've ever witnessed sort of from yes. a watching it's, point it's of view on a, um, on a number of levels. I would agree. Anyway, yeah, guys, thank you very yeah. much for joining us. And also, oh, sorry, did you want to say something? Yeah. Well, we've got a review coming soon, haven't we? That'll be. Yes, um, the hopefully. Steinberg URRT um, will be. Yeah, oh, I call it the Ert. I call it the Ert. Yeah, Ert. URRT is such a mouthful. So call yeah. it the Ert. Yeah. Well, actually, we <laughs> also uh, we we just posted today uh, a look at the Audient uh, ID44, which is also mm. a nice uh, sounding interface. Yeah, uh, well and a worth competitor. Out. Similar price. Yeah. 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 Mm. Um, and okay. All right. Well, thank you very much. Uh, don't forget uh, if you want to join uh, and enter the competition for uh, Isotope Vocal Synth Two, we're looking for the hashtag Modern Vocals and the hashtag Vocal Synth Two to at Sonic State and at Isotope Inc. So uh, that's it for this week. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We'll do the uh, customary wave goodbye as we sail off into uh, the soccer sunset. That's it for this week. <laughs> Thanks very much for watching. See you next time.